Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Dan Hampton, Ed Obradovich, and Mark Carmen. It's the Hampton OB Show. Brought to you by ChevyDriveChicago.com. Before and after every Bears game, legends Dan Hampton and Ed Obradovich break down the good. Our defensive backs, they were like putty. They were all over their receivers. The bad. Our defense fails to even find a way to get them stopped. The ugly. There's really nowhere to go. Stupid. Stupid is, stupid does. And the unforgivable. He doesn't understand anything. This is the dumbest football coaching staff I have ever seen. Get ready for unadulterated football truth. Football season is here, and I'm with Hamp and OB. It's Hamp and OB. Well, there was a lot of good tonight, but the Bears have lost four in a row. 29-27. Pittsburgh beats Chicago. The Bears are 3-6. and six. Hamp and OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers. At ChevyDrivesChicago.com. The game literally just ended, so we do have to take a little deep breath here. Justin Fields tonight, 17-29, 291 yards, had a touchdown, led the Bears back in the fourth quarter, put them ahead, 27-26, and then the Steelers were able to mount a drive, get themselves a field goal, and then the Bears, with 26 seconds to go, ended up kicking a 65-yard field goal that landed well short in the end zone, and that is your football game. One of the stories that Hamp just often take over here uh, was the officiating, which was straight horrendous. And the Bears, uh, you can't blame the officials, but they were terrible. So let's just get that out there. Well, you know, and you know, I, at, at some point, you know, any time you lose a game, there's going to be a lot of blame, and it, there's lots, lots of things that we can talk about. For the next hour and a half, but I, I'll tell you this, and 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 again, I can't remember. I cannot remember the last time I saw home cooking officiating like I saw tonight. And you know what, Tony Corrente should be embarrassed. You pointed out on a video that when this kid Cassius, Cassius Marsh. Marsh Got that 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 coverage sack, and then see he he had spent the preseason with the Steelers so evidently he was over there you know kind of glaring at the sideline and they were looking for something and see this is the thing you know when you get into a game like this where the officiating was so poor and it was obviously tilted against you know your team you do not do anything you stay on side you don't even get close to the you know the the line of scrimmage you got to make sure you don't give them a chance to call something on you and yet unfortunately this moron goes over there glaring at the sidelines and then Corinthi kind of you know gets a bump from him and oh, here comes the flag but you know that, that obviously those that field goal that they made as a result of that play is the difference in the game. So every play, every game, there's going to be a play or two or three that's going to decide it. Now, you know, on a 45 to 10 blowout, nobody cares. But in this game tonight, the the undisciplined Chicago Bears showed you why 
we have a problem with our coaching staff. Look at the Steelers. And yeah, I, I'm just telling you, OB, I'm going to give you a chance here. But I'm just telling you, we had 115 penalty yards on 12 penalties. Pittsburgh only had four, and they're all ticky tacks. All I can tell you is we fought, clawed, scratched. This is the effort we've been hoping for, begging for, and yet it was all for naught because of the team being so undisciplined. But, you know, tip your cap to Justin Fields. Bill Lazor, by hook or crook, we, we were able to generate some offense. Yeah, we got we got that great fumble recovery and, and return for a touchdown. But other than that, every single point the Bears got tonight, they had to scratch, bite, and claw to get – I, I hate to say this is, you know, a moral victory, but it, it's such a, a shame that it has to be a loss because of so much stupidity on the part of so many different players. Well, Dan, I'll tell you a couple of couple of things that just jumped out at me. Number one, it was so nice to see for the Bears to actually throw a long pass. The one to Mooney, it was a hitch and go. You got about a. We threw what two, two fifty yarders. We had the one to Robinson, Robinson. late. Uh, I can I can tell him up, but it's by, good yeah, It's by far the most yards that Fields yeah, has thrown for this year. Right. That and went well, well. That's not really saying much. But that's true. What that's you've been begging anyway, for is throwing the point down is, the field. My point is, we're going down the field. Okay. This is the ninth game of seventeen, and we finally went downfield. We tried to attack. We tried to score. And I really like that. I love to see that. I hope the heck we see a lot more of it. But the fact of the matter is now we're three and six. And it's not looking good, folks. It's just not looking good. And a couple other things that do not look good. The Bears on third down efficiency. I keep talking about it this year, last year, the year before. We don't convert on third down. And again, one of the things that put us in the positions where we couldn't put a ton of points on the board, we were four of 12 attempts. Four of 12. How many penalties did we have, penalties did we have Dan? 12 for 115 yards. You, have, you were four for 12 in first, excuse me, third downs, and you have 12 penalties. That equates to a loss. I don't care who you are, what team you're called, it doesn't matter. You put up numbers like that, 4 of 12, you can't convert on third down, and you have 12 penalties, you're not going to win a football game, folks. That's the bad side. The good side is, offensively, finally, finally, my God, somewhere in God's green earth, we finally went after people and we went downfield and tried to put six points on the board. I love that. I w- it was great to see. But here we are, folks. We're three and six, and a lot of people didn't pick us to win this game. And if we don't get that fumble on that punt return and take it back for a touchdown, this game's not even close, unfortunately. 
414 yards of offense tonight. I mean, we'll have to look it up. The last time that they actually hit 400, I mean, they don't hit they don't hit 300 very often. So it was a it was a yeah, I think major it was a step laugh forward against Tampa Bay two or three years ago with uh, Trubisky throwing five touchdowns. Oh, it doesn't matter, you know. Here, here, here here's the thing. Things. But but back to the officiating. And you know what? We have a a, a, a right to complain and whine about it because you know. Think about this. Roethlisberger got a, a bogus roughing the quarterback call. I think it was on uh, Blackman. And, oh, that was terrible. And he had his head down. He was bull rushing. He didn't even see the quarterback. And yet, in the third quarter, on successive plays, Justin Fields slides and takes a, a massive blow to the back of his helmet. And then later in the pocket, defensive end took two steps and whacked him again. Both of those plays, no call. It was so, so one-sided and unfair. You left out the, the call on James Daniels, too. It was a touchdown pass. They, they guess it, James Daniels, on a whiff block on T.J. Watt. Dude, guessing as an official is just the one of the worst things you can possibly do. It's almost like me saying, I want to kill you, and I get arrested for murder, even though I didn't do anything. Well, if you try and make an attempt and low block somebody, and you whiff, Daniels was so bad, he was whiff, he whiffed on, on T.J. Watt. And yet, they, they called it. And earlier in the game, Lewis Reddick pointed out that Jason Peters had a chop from the corner, which is now illegal. No call. It was so un, 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 unbelievably one-sided all night long. And I got to tell you, you know what? We can, we'll get around to Nagy here in a minute. You know, this undisciplined BS, it has to go somewhere, and it's got to land right at the feet of the head coach. If you have a team that's undisciplined, you've got a team that doesn't want to win because they only worry about themselves, and they're not doing what they have to do to play within the framework of the game. Dan, when you get 12 penalties anywhere in that area, Something like that. The reflection is, you know where that you know that reflects on, it re- folks. It reflects on the coaching staff. And what does that equate to? You have an undisciplined team that just happens to be what it is, folks. Undisciplined football team. I, I'm not. I don't want to make it out like you guys never made mistakes on the football field. But how many times in your career did you line up offsides? I don't know. I don't think I ever lined up. I don't. I don't think I ever did either. I mean, every day in practice, you work on ball drills and everything. I mean, it's second nature. It, you know, it, it, it's look. You know, Khalil Mack being out, especially tonight, it was it was a huge impact on on what we were unable to do, which was you know get pressure on the quarterback, but. To his credit, Quinn played hard. I think he played pretty much the, the entire game, and he made a number of good plays. You know, on both of those, they were completions in, on the on the final drive. You know that. You know, look, he's trying to make a play. Yeah, he's it. undisciplined. Whatever the play stands, it, it it was irrelevant. All those things, when you start to to pull away and look from you know 10,000 feet you look at this football team we had the ball 29 plays in the first half we come up with three points why because Jimmy Graham getting paid 10 million dollars can't bring in a touchdown when he's matched up with a, a five nine corner Dan let me ask you this question we're a three and five team tonight okay we're playing in Pittsburgh we're down right I mean we're right near the goal line 
twice, and we settle for field goals. If it's third down, I don't care if it's fourth down. Why didn't we go after it and try to put six on the board and then let them try to march 96 yards against our defense or 90 yards, whatever it would be? We're a 3-5 and five football team. Why don't we try to score? Field goal. It was 14-3, to three, then 14-6. to six. Why didn't we attempt to make a, a, a touchdown? It, 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 I, because I we're Maybe. the last team in the NFL in scoring, and any points is good points, and I, I, I'm not going to fault Nagy for that. Well, I understand. I it will, was the first half. I will, because if I'm the coach, I want to win the damn football game. You're right down there on a four-yard line, and you don't even attempt to go into the end zone? Three one two nine eight one seventy two. Well, they did. They threw it to Jimmy Graham twice, and we get zip. That was interesting too. Let's go to Graham. He's he. It's it's a play that he should have made, could have made touchdown. Bears doesn't make the play. Let's go right back to him on the other side of the field. Come on, see, man. I didn't hey, like that. Minute. Hey guys, I, I didn't like that play at all. We don't. Fu- if they don't fumble on a punt return, and we pick it up again in stride, which is what we do. And off the guy goes for a touchdown. Okay, it's not a close game. It's a whole different story. That's a that's that's fair. But we also have... but if a defensive lineman doesn't jump up and bat a ball and catch it and intercept it, right? I mean, all the play. And you know, I, I got to tell you, it, it's heartbreaking that the Bears were unable to stop them on that final drive. It was just a shame. But you know, even worse, we were still. We were, 30 seconds left in the game. We Instead of all the little out routes, try to throw it downfield and get a penalty and get a, get inside field goal range. we got to take a quick time out here. We'll be back. No! <laughs> Bill, Cool Bill, Kyle, you, 312-981-7200. Uh, it's Hampton OB. Cause is coming up at 1130. We're sponsored by your local Chevy dealer, ChevyDriveChicago.com. Pittsburgh 29, the Bears 27 on 720 WGN. While you try to figure him Absolutely. out. It was fascinating. Here's Roethlisberger, and Ben's going to be sacked. Dropped on his side of the 50. Robert Quinn gets home. No Khalil Mack tonight for the Bears. Quinn gets there. Defense showed up, and then it didn't. Let's look at the Rosen Auto Group, and they're sponsoring our Rosen Red Zone Report. It is time now for that Rosen Red Zone Report, sponsored by Scott Levy's Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin and Kenosha. Bears in the red zone tonight, team. Better, but a lot of field goals. Bears were two for four, and the Steelers were three of three. We were you just know, talking it, about the play calling. If down Tony Corrente shows up at Rosen, give him, sell him a lemon, will you please? <laughs> sell him something that'll blow up on the interstate. You got that, Scott? I, I can't get it out of my head. Think about this, guys. Just think about how bad these calls were. That that when the cashier, somebody named Cashier March, March that we've never even heard of, right? Looks like something out of a you know a nihilist movie with the the tattoos, all that. And he, he makes a decent play. And we're, we're, we're basically, we're cleaning the cupboard out, putting guys out on the field. In a, in a way, it was amazing we were able to hold up as well as we did. But at the end of the day, that call, that call changed everything because we would have got possession instead of giving up three points. And that was the difference in the game. If you look at it, go and go back and watch the highlight. Carrente, the official sticks his behind out into Marsh as Marsh is walking off the field and then reaches into his pocket and throws the flag. Engage in, into a bump. Right. Yeah. That is a fireable offense. 
Oh. I'm just saying, you know, and then who, who I know Dicka used to go, go at, 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 you know, there was a guy named Gene Barth that Dicka hated. And he would, every time we'd have a, a game with him, he'd call a bunch of idiot p- penalties and, and Dicka hated him and he would protest it and get fined. But this, this needs, this has to stop. This has to stop. It was almost like the game was fixed. And you know what? If the game loses that kind of integrity, then, it, hey, it's all gone, OB. And, and I'm just telling you, the way the officiating was tonight, so one-sided, it was as bad as I've ever seen it in my 40 years watching the NFL. Okay. All right. Points well taken. Let's go to the first half of this game. The first half of the game, folks. Okay. Third down conversion. In the first half, first 30 minutes, obviously, which are very important, I, I would think. We were one of seven on third down the first half of this game, and we only had six first downs. We ran for 75 yards. We passed for 52. But again, the most important down in football is third down, and the first two quarters we converted one time out of seven attempts. They're not going to win a football game doing that, folks, and it just continued on in the second half. And I know there were some bad calls, et cetera, et cetera. And I know there was a fumble, uh, uh, Pittsburgh fumbles on a punt return. We pick it running full speed, pick it up and run it back for a touchdown. And again, I said earlier, if that doesn't happen, you know, this we're talking about a different football game. But it did happen, and we lost the damn football game. That's the bottom line. But there are some good things again, and I'll just say it again right now. Finally, finally, my Lord, the good Lord, heaven, gods, football gods, finally talked to somebody on this coaching staff, and we finally threw the ball down the field. Isn't it amazing, folks, that guess what? We could actually catch the ball. We could actually catch a 50-yard pass. That was great to see. Great to see, finally. All right, let's get to the phones. We'll, we'll do a ton of calls coming up here after the 11 o'clock news. Just let me just make one point on the, on the way because we've got to take a quick time out. Uh, Hampo, what, what you just said as far as the officials, it's just I think it's very important to realize these are human beings. They have opinions on people. They have emotions. They are just like me and you. And if you are un, if you're unable to take yourself out of it, and see the grander point of the game versus this call that I can make in the fourth quarter with three minutes to go because I'm bothered by this dude because he bumped into me when I stuck my... You don't belong on the field. Well, I agree. It, 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 I agree. Well, do you don't, now, there's a missing part to that. Okay. He, it looked like to me he actually went out of his way to give that referee a bump. And he's walking away. We don't know because the ref, he, he took like a step and a half and it, I don't know. He might have said something, and then you see him reach for the flag, and then he threw I, it. I, I'd be with you, OB, on the fact that he went a little bit out of his way to look at the Pittsburgh side. All you got to do is take a look at the picture. He he wanted to look at the Pittsburgh side because as you know, because he, he was a Steeler early in the year, and I, we don't know Cash's mark, but that's Marsh. But that seemed like what happened. But he did not mean to bump into the official. That that was definitely the official's doing. And if you're if you're that. The Bob, official's back was to him. The official turned his rear end into him. And it was, that was the other way around. That was no, no, was, no. It was the other way around. Okay, we're going to watch. Well, it you see, like, but that what was did you <laughs> just say. Different people see different things different ways. But beyond the fact that we were called twelve times for penalties, yeah, that there were two times the Steelers should have been called 
And the whiff block, that was the third time. I mean, the what? The, it, it was sickening. We, we are not inviting Tony Carrente to a meal for the 50-50 sports bar. The wings tonight, incredible. It was saucy. It was crispy. It was full of flavor. OB ate about 10 of them. The hype is real, folks, and they were voted the best wings in Chicago. And for those who prefer the, to uh, spend their game day on the couch, you can order pickup or delivery from the 50-50 and get yourself some of those chicken wings. Trust me, they were amazing. Or if you're in for mood for pizza, Roots Handmade Pizza is part of the 50-50 group. They've got their own mobile app to order pizza, mozzarella sticks, which are incredible, pies, and more. And they just rolled out their game day tailgate packages, which are perfect for 4 to 12 people. Also, guys, it's hard to believe, but Thanksgiving is only two weeks away. Bears will play Detroit. If you're still figuring out Thanksgiving, remember, dinner's not complete without a good pie. West Town Bakery's online site is live for pre-orders, and we did have some of their pie last week, and that was phenomenal, too. OB brought it home to Ann. Did you eat any of that? You're not allowed. Thanks again to the 50-50 restaurant group. We've eaten good all season long. All right, got to get the news in a second here. Quick time out, 720 WGN. Going to call it 65. A 65-yard field goal attempt. Steelers have a timeout left if they want it. They don't. Kick on the way. Hits the crossbar and comes short. And that's how this game will come to an end. It did not hit the crossbar. It landed in the end zone. And the, and the reason why the Steelers didn't call timeout is because they were so damn happy the Bears were kicking it from 65 yards. Cairo Santos' long field, longest field goal is 55 yards. Why not try a Hail Mary pass and hopefully you get, hopefully you get interference and the game can't end and then you kick a field goal? Why not try that instead of a 65 or whatever it was yard field goal? Ding, ding. And, of course, most likely... Again, the decisions of this coaching staff, I tell you, folks, it's... um, Oh, my God. And, and of course, we know that most likely, 99%, it doesn't happen. But you're not making a 65-yard kick. He doesn't do it. Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers. Callers. ChevyDriveChicago.com. All right. I didn't like the fact they were playing zone. I mean, they're giving away the inside and letting Roethlisberger go right down the field. Anyway, it's crazy. 29-27. All right. Bill, thanks for being patient. Welcome to WGN. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, the Bears might as well say they lost the game at the last seconds when they gave those two when they got those two pennies, penalties of what I don't remember the guy's name, but both of them were ninety nine something or ninety some players that were in the neutral zone. You know, if you do that stuff enough times, you should be penalized somewhere. Either they got to figure out some way to penalize some of these players for doing goofy things like that. You played pro ball on that. You don't know if you're offside or in the neutral zone. You should be fined maybe five, six thousand dollars. All right, Bill. They learn to play things right, and yeah. you know, and, and if we, you give a hundred and some yards in penalties, that's six points to the other team. Yep, it's yep. one hundred and fifteen total you yards. Read it, you read it right, Bill. Yeah, it, it was Robert Quinn. And hey, he was trying to you know jump the count, and he was he lined up offsides. He was just trying to anyway. It's inexcusable, but but the way the plays went, it actually didn't matter at the time. They didn't it matter because they completed the ball because we were playing zone, soft zone instead of trying to bang on the uh, receivers, keeping them out of the middle. Dave in South Florida, welcome to WGN. Go ahead. 
Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, I'm glad you guys are here for us late, late at night for uh, after a Bears loss. I did see a lot of positives from Fields. I thought he uh, matured in certain aspects with the ball going down the field, the the nice touch to the uh, to Darnell Mooney in the end zone to bring us back and get us in the ball game. But I did I noticed uh, when you guys were talking earlier about that Marsh uh, play with the referee. I looked at that replay, and the referee did, in fact, back up into Marsh as he's trying to walk off the field. Now, I don't understand why he, the guy who just got off the practice squad, is actually, whatever he's saying or whatever he's staring down on the other team, if that was Ditka, you guys know that guy would have been off the field and cut the next day. Am I correct on this or what? Marsh had a great play. He would have been taking an Uber back from Pittsburgh. Well, the fact when he did that, like, karate chop with that leg leg movement, jumping up in the air and flipping around, he'd have flipped around all right with that. (laughs) Dick would have flipped his backside right out of the stadium. Yeah. Yes, because – uh, but see, you know, uh, and, and they're letting everybody go and thanks, do all Dave. the uh, turnover, uh, you know, celebrations in the end zone and all that. And blah, and then, okay, a kid does a, you know, the big karate kick. And where, where's the line? Where, where, where's the line? And they said he was taunting the other side from the from the hash mark. That's twenty yards away. I mean, how much taunting can you do from twenty? I, I'm just saying, right. it was a ridiculous call, Corinthe. It, 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 you know, engaged the kid by kind of backing into him to create him, you know, hitting him, you know, brushing into him when he was leaving the field. The whole thing was ridiculous. And, and just for the record, I'm not sure which Bears coach it was, but he was lighting him up. He was a defensive line coach. I mean, he was cracking him. And then yeah. about 10 minutes later, he was apologizing for it and saying, I get it. Because, I mean, Cash Marston, like, I didn't do anything. Yeah, well, it was a coverage sack. It wasn't like he beat anybody. That's so, for, that's for, for sure. You know, he was there, Johnny on the spot. Okay, that's good. Get off the damn field and you know let him punt. Yeah, hey, cool. Bi- yeah, cool. Bill South Shore, go ahead. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm cool enough to know that I'm not really cool, but there was just two two bills on on hold, so we had to dis- distinguish it. <laughs> okay. But listen, all right, cool. It was, a, <laughs> it, it, it was a year ago, almost exactly. And I'll just make a couple quick points. That against the Saints, you saw Javon Williams be so undisciplined, go up to this guy, stick him in the face, right? And they keep him on the team, go through all the way through training camp. What kind of precedent is that going to set? And this has been the same undisciplined team with Nagy. And then furthermore, all right, you've got a chip shot field goal with 30 seconds left in the game. You could have one of my nephews in fourth grade playing Madden football to know that you're going to hold on to that timeout and not try and freeze the kick on the chip shot because now the whole middle of the field is dead for trying to move the ball down the field for this for this final drive. Okay, Bill, whoa, 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 whoa. You missed it. See, what happened was they had a measurement for how, you know, on third and one, and then he ran, he was third and two, and Roethlisberger got it real close. Well, they stopped the clock. So they could bring the chain out. And once the measurement is completed, as the chain crew leaves the field, they'll start the clock again. So we had to stop the clock to keep the 26 seconds or whatever it was on the clock. That's why we didn't, we weren't trying to freeze the kicker. We were just stopping the clock. Otherwise, they would have just run it down and kicked it with two seconds. Do you understand? You got that cool, Bill? I got that. Yeah. All right, my man. Yeah, and, and, and right. that's just that's the rules of the game. Once the, the yeah. crew's off the field, they wind the clock. 
But thank you for your call. Thanks for giving us a shout. 312-981-7200. Time now for Dan Hampton's Defensive Player of the Game, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Our fine sponsors. Anybody? You ain't going to like it. It's the guy was offsides twice on that last drive. I got no problem with it. Hey, Robert Quinn, he made three or four really, really great plays. And, you know, like I said, there were completions, so the offsides didn't really matter. It just looked like, you know, chaos and, and made us, you know, look foolish. But at the end of the day, Quinn made some impactful plays. You know, Keem Hicks, he, yep. you know, he, he was a little bit of a force early. Uh, Roquan was, you know, he, he was, wasn't. Roquan was all over the field. But he, he wasn't making the impact plays that, that, look, on every defense, there has to be three guys, especially, you know, one at the line of scrimmage, one linebacker, one safe. You know, our secondary is, is, is really struggling. DeAndre Houston Carson allowing that 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 dead duck uh, to come up uh, short and uh, who was it that uh, they caught it uh, Woods I, I, anyway if he would have just turned and looked he could have made a play on the ball and intercepted it but you know again you know everybody is is struggling back there Duke Shelley turned the receiver loose and blew a coverage right there I think uh, the third play before the end of the game yep yeah and just released the receiver across the middle and you know as a 20-yard game and so i'm just saying quinn was the one that made the most impact tonight and it was a little bit too little too late 312-981-7200 we gotta take a very quick time i will get to uh derek and amit and bill and kyle and lonnie and OB, we'll get to you too, buddy. Let's uh, let's uh, hang in there, guys. We'll get right to you. Twenty nine, twenty seven. Bears are three and six. They've lost four in a row. We might have eight games left of Mad Nagy. There is that. Put that on the, the old fryer for just a second. Uh, come on back here, Hampton OB, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com on seven twenty WGN. Now back to Hampton OB, brought to you by ChevyDriveChicago.com. What a irritating end to a night that got a little bit fun for a second when the Bears had a 27-26 lead but they lose to the Steelers 29-27 getting back to the fall the calls and uh, yes we're here till 12:30 cause is coming up at 11:30 so be fast and be potent out there Derek Highland Park welcome to WGN go ahead thanks Mark hey guys yeah i found it really difficult to uh Watched the first half. I almost turned the TV off, but then Fields on the offense started clicking and making things happen. My question is, how would you rate Fields' performance? What grade would you give him? And also, do you think his maturation process is going nicely and that he's going to uh, become the type of franchise quarterback the Bears need to get back to the Super Bowl? Thanks, Derek. Okay, uh, I'll jump in first. First and foremost, I said this early on, I, I like this kid a lot, and we saw tonight why I think he's going to be a special player. Now, will he ever be a, you know, a Patrick Mahomes and throw 50 touchdowns in a year? Maybe not, but he'll be a top third quarterback at the least and maybe a guy that, you know, will be able to build a team around and win a Super Bowl. Trust me, he's easily the best quarterback we've had here in a long time. But here's the one thing, and OB, you and I both agree. He'll he'll make two or three throws, a couple to commit early on the, the 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 deep ball to Robinson. Those I mean Tom Brady can't throw him that good, but 
unfortunately, he's got way too much juice in the ball. It doesn't have – he's got to learn – to put a little more touch on it, float it in sometimes, be able to to finesse. Late in the, th- that last drive, Allen Robinson had had basically a hitch, and when he turned around, the ball was you know five feet away rather than right on his helmet. And they talked about that, and, and that that throw's got to be better. But, you got to get the arc in it, Danny, and yeah, let him run underneath it. Exactly. But here's here's the thing: when you look at the total package. I mean, you check a lot of boxes off with this kid, and I tell you what, you gotta love his grit. He, like I said, he took some some wax tonight, and never complained. Got up, went back to the sideline, went back to the huddle, did what he's supposed to do. I know half the quarterbacks in the league would not have finished tonight's game. They would have, you know, oh my neck, my back, whatever. This kid, he's tough. He's a winner. I, I, I I'm telling you. We got a good one. Well, I okay, Danny. I'll I'll go so far with you on that, but I'm not I'm not putting the kid on the steps of the Hall of Fame right now, and and why? Because we played in Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh is not a juggernaut by any stretch of, stretch of the imagination. Okay, this is a team that we could have beat, a team that we could have beat. And the first half, the first two quarters of this game, he was one for seven on third down conversions, and he had a quarterback rating of basically 25.9, okay? That's not the steps of the Hall of Fame. This kid has got a lot to learn, and he, and his passing attempts, Dan, when he goes down, he's got to get that arch in that ball and let the receivers run underneath it. He fires too many lasers, and at this particular time, the ninth game of the season, since he's been there, the day we drafted him, he's been in tra- camp every day working out, wouldn't you think he'd know a little bit better to have a little better touch on the ball or have coaches try to get him to get a nicer touch on the ball? He seems like he has a lot of all the other tangibles, but I'll tell you what, this is, again, this is a damn passing league, okay? And we can run the football and run the football and run the football, and it's not, we're not gonna, we're not gonna win a world championship. You've got to have a passing league and I, a passing game. And I think this, I mean, can he? Yeah, but I'll tell you what. When you look at third down conversion since he's been there, lopsided. We're not converting on third down for what is it the coaches with the bad calls? Is it with him not hitting his targets with a good pass? Is it him running and not getting a first down? And by that's the way that's another thing, Danny. What I seen tonight, and I don't like it, and I saw it last week, I've seen too many design plays where he is the runner. We have two or three quality running backs, and you pay him big money to run the football. You pay this kid big money to be a quarterback, be the leader, and be a passer. And be a passer. You don't, I mean, they, I don't know how many design runs they had for him today. And I'll tell you again, folks, say it again. You, If they keep putting this kid in a running game and having him doing around-the-end runs, uh, whatever the, he tries to do, I'm going to tell you, he's going to get cranked. Well, I think he had four. And a lot of that, in my mind, was by design to slow down the rush because our offensive line is so porous. I'm just saying. That's not a mystery to anybody, Dan. Hey, hey, but when the quarterback breaks out of the pocket and runs, those defensive linemen are being told on the sideline, keep him in front of you so that now they're going to mush rush. They're not going to lay their ears back. So I think a lot of that is to slow down the rush. 312-981-7200. Kyle. Uh, I'm sorry, Lonnie in Wilmington. Go ahead, Lonnie. No, it's Ronnie. Ronnie. Ronnie, go ahead, Ronnie. 
Yeah, so first of all, I want to say how honored I am talking to Hamp and OB, the, not only the best um, players in, in, in the uh, NFL, but probably the best players ever. And uh, so what, what I was really, really concerned about is, so you're trying to win the game on defense, and you're playing zone. The corners were releasing those guys to the middle of the field. I don't understand it. They just let them go down the field. Amen. Why the hell are we not playing man-to-man on these guys? I don't get it. Okay, and I'll tell you why, Ronnie, and bless your heart. Thank you for the compliments. Here's the reason. Do you know who we have playing corner? Kendall Veldor, okay? We got Duke Shelley. They're not very good cover people, so they're trying to camouflage and play a soft zone. But here's the thing. Even in the zone, you can get up there and take the inside away and don't release them. I agree with you. But you know what? Again, everything, everything is about hiding weakness, not attacking people. And guess what? Smart teams, when they attack, they are successful. But you make some great points. And, hey, that's where the defense has got to make a stand. You know, they they played their butts off. I'm just telling you. They played their butts off. They held Najee Harris. 22 carries, 62 yards, 2.8 yards per attempt. That's not even three yards. That'll get you run out of the league. They played their butts off, but they're just not very good in the secondary. Kyle Madison, be quick, my friend. Go ahead. Hey, I just uh, want to make a real quick uh, um Thing, I think uh, a couple quick comments. Um, first of all, I think Nagy, Pace, and uh, I think the McCaskies need to go. We need new owners and general manager and coaches. And I think uh, Karenthi, uh should be uh, fired because um, uh, of uh, him backing into Marsh after that uh, taunt or when he threw the flag and called that taunting penalty. No argument. And uh, there's a uh, there's a uh, I saw improvement from uh, Fields, and I thought the Bears uh, looked all right, but not just not good enough. All right. Thanks, Kyle. Appreciate you. Let me let me say this. You know, somehow, some way, they the officials have got to be reined in, and you know what? Somebody needs to make a stink out of this. Now, you know, we can do it on the radio. Nobody cares. You know, in in the, the league office, but the Bears, the organization, George McCaskey, Ryan Pace, they need to f- start bringing film out and and showing the league and 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 shame that officiating crew because that I mean that was home cooking for Thanksgiving tonight 100%. We're going to get to the news right now. I'm just going to give one 5 second thing. When you call up this show, we love you so much. Our callers, you're we 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 Thank we, you for staying up, guys. We we appreciate you staying up. If you say and Obi, you might get mad at me for this, but if you say I just want to make a couple quick points, it's even faster if you just make your point. You don't even have to say you got to make a couple quick. Right into it, baby. Hey, Hamp, I got this. Bang. Then the show just moves even better. Five seconds of. Do you like that, Obi? Did you see that? The, right to the point there. I okay, Nagy. I don't know what you're way to take about. control. Don't have to. You don't. You, there's nothing about the quick. Just get right into it. Eleven thirty news. Seven twenty WGN. Now back to Hamp and Ob. Brought to you by ChevyDriveChicago.com. Bringing in the Cos man. Steelers 29, the Bears 27. Hamp will be in Cos, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. The Bears are 3-6. and six. Hello, Glenn Kozlowski. Oh, boy. Hey, Cos, um, did this officiating remind you of being the head coach at Wakanda back in the day when you went to Hampshire? Oh, yeah. I mean, this... Well, I was going to say, uh, there's not too many uh, referees in Illinois in high school level that would say a kind word about me, and, and that's okay. 
but I have never seen this at the pro level. And this was, you know, it wasn't pretty and it was ugly and it was blatant at times. But the truth is, when it's when it, you you push everything aside, you know, the kid makes a uh, coverage sack, does a big karate kick, and in the NFL, taunting is a big thing. And you know, part of taunting is what you say. So I'm not going to. I thought it was a. a, a Really, a jackass call by the, the the head official, but he made it, and you put yourself in that position to have it called against you. But the last drive of the game, guys, that's what it came down to. Bears blue coverage. They lined up offsides. I mean, they were lining up offsides most of the night, and that's something that you know my wife is going. They're offsides, aren't they? And I'm going, yeah. They that's a good point, it. Glenn. They were. So they were lining up, and yep. that is something that as a professional football player and a D lineman, and I'm speaking on your guys' behalf, that should never happen. And it happens once, okay, but it shouldn't happen all night. So, But they blew coverages, too. I mean, in that last drive, yep. they were they, – they, um, you know, they blitzed, and then they, they kind of played a shell on the top, and nobody covered the middle. That's why the slant went for 25 or 30 yards, because nobody covered the middle. Yeah, and Duke Shelley released him and, you know, and, and didn't started, even touch him. Yeah, yeah. And, and started falling for the out. And it's, yeah, anyway. It, it, well, the last, the, the pass to the tight end that really set up the game winning field goal, they actually dropped Quinn in coverage, and he was supposed to, to take the flat. And Johnson should have taken that deep third, and instead they switched it. Now, why are you? What we see brought in to do? Maybe he couldn't line up on side, but he still could rush the passer the best out of anybody he had. But you're dropping him in coverage. Now you can put the blame wherever you want, and I'll let you Ed say where we should blame that at because that's just stupidity putting your players in those kind of positions. Quickly, he, no argument from us. Yeah, uh, Adam Hogue, who yeah, when uh, you pay a kid seventy million dollars and you got him in a critical situation like that, and all of a sudden you're going to make him an automatic cornerback. It's oh. imbecilic, is what it is. <laughs> is that a word? Imbecilic. That's a great word. That is that is I a new le- a word. Heard what I said. That is a, yep. that's a, I, the vernacular. We just, we just went up a level right now, baby. This is good stuff. All I right. think we, we should stay hey, until one. Kaze, here in a little bit after we get through some of these calls, we've got, got our old friend Adam Hogue questioning the head official. And you'll be very interested in what he says. But let's get to these calls. They're wanting to get to you. Yeah, let's see here. Who's been waiting the longest? I think it's Amit in Orland Park. Welcome to WGN. Go ahead, Amit. Hi. Yeah, hi. Um, I'm a first-time uh, caller, long-time listener. I think you guys do a great job, and Thank I'm you. a big fan of you guys. Um, and I just want to say, uh, according to the officials, too, I don't think they have they were they were doing a very poor job in those three plays where there was a fake chop block, and instead of calling the not calling the penalty, they called or they didn't call the penalty when Fields got hit. And, and yep. even the commentators were saying that this is a penalty. So it, it was almost like either the game was fixed or there was something really goofy with that. And the other the other comment is that what what uh, Kaz was saying, which is right, that I don't think the players are practicing. Like, it should be in their sleep that they should be able to stay on side. You, you can't be offsides when the game gets crucial in the fourth quarter, and they consistently kept doing that. We, so, yep. I mean, Amen. We got hey, you, Amit. Appreciate Amit, it. Amit, you're exactly right. And Kaz, you know, here's the thing. You know, talking about those shots on Justin Fields in successive plays, not – 
once, but twice, and yet they refuse to make the call. And the the whiff block by James Daniels, who he, it was such a bad block, he didn't even touch T.J. Watt, and yet they called it on him. It's it's well, it's and call back a touchdown that would have changed the entire complexion of the game. I agree, and that was early enough that it really made it would have made a huge difference. And maybe they threw it because he just didn't chop them right. They were anticipating that that was such a bad block. We're going to flag you. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm making light of it, but it was stupid. And I'll be honest, I it for the first time I was scratching my head, thinking, is this? It looked like they were throwing it. It just does, and I, you know, yep. it, it's just the truth. And I don't care. I, I will go to my grave saying that those refs did a horrendous job, and it was slanted towards Pittsburgh. But the Bears still had the opportunity to win, and they didn't take advantage of it in that last drive. You know, yep. defensively, they had a chance to shut them down. You got to stop them, right? You got to stop them. If we, we're supposed to be a great defense, you got to make a stand. We're, I'll get back to the calls in one second here. There are some amazing texts coming in here, by the way. Uh, OB, you just should know that people are writing, brilliantly said OB. And then another person is writing, I love you, OB. I mean, just straight love on the text line for you right now. Well, right back at you, folks. There you go, buddy. I figured you'd enjoy that. I would have said Ed put the phone down, but uh, I don't believe for a second Ed would be doing that. <laughs> My other favorite text right now is, I feel like crap every time lose. You, sir, are, you're, you said a lot there, 847. You're, we're with you, buddy. It's, uh, it's, 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 uh, tonight was particularly disappointing. Dan in Forest Park, welcome to WGN. What's up, my friend? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Um, uh, two points. The uh, first one is the taunting call. Uh, why doesn't the guy just walk off the field? He, he made a great play. Yep. Why, why does he even stare at because he's human line and and then the second point is it turned out to be a moot point but why uh spend a timeout uh when they kick the field goal like i get it they're trying to freeze them but couldn't they have used that it turned out to be a moot point but they could have used it as they went down the field to try their own we 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 uh, covered that dan that you had we had to call timeout to stop the clock because when the after the officials come out with the chains and they measured it and said, oh, well, you're inches short. As soon as the chain gains off, all, off the field, they'll wind the clock and start it again. And Pittsburgh would have run the clock all the way down. So you have to stop the clock. We used the, the final timeout. And we, we covered that. This kid, this so-called, you know, linebacker, Cassius Marsh, was in the Steelers' training camp. And evidently, they released him. And so everybody's got a chip on their shoulder. And, they, and so he was kind of making some kind of a glaring look at the sideline. And now that's taunting. I guess you can't look at the opponent's sideline, OB. Well, Dan, uh, you know, I want to disagree with you here. But I tell you what, you know what the kid, the little time that he was in there, or whatever the hell it was he was doing, he brought attention to himself. Yep. That's I what agree. he did. I never would have He done brought that. attention to himself. And when he did that high flying karate kick, flipping up in the air or whatever, what you think the referees? What do you think they're thinking? You know, yeah, and the kid put himself on display and brought attention to himself. Guess what? Up popped the devil. But, it, no matter how it happened, it happened. If the kid would have been like a normal human being, made a play and walked off, or ran off the damn field, there might have been a big difference. But it wasn't. 
He wanted to have it his way. Well, guess what? He got it his way. It's also just so bizarre, though, the way the, what the NFL decides. If you're sitting on the other, if you're on the the other team, and the Bears score a touchdown, or the defense picks one off, and 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 ten guys go into the end zone and do some. Uh, get down and do a boat thing or whatever. You think that doesn't bother the sidelines versus one guy sta- staring? Was there any difference? It would annoy me equally. See, but it's see, all ridiculous. The like, whole thing, all of it's ridiculous. And now, where are you going to draw the line and make a, st- a stand or stop it? This is good. This is bad. Well, like, shouldn't the coaches tell them? It, listen, you make the stop on third down, no matter who, how, where, or what, come off the field. That's fair. You don't have to go through all kinds of gyrations, words, <laughs> gestures, sayings, etc. Get the hell off the field. Who do you think you are? There's 53 guys. You got 75,000 people in the stands pulling for you, and you got a moron making a, an idiot out of himself. <laughs> we all agree. Oh, yeah. I, I, we all agree. Right. I, I can't, I, and, agree. And, and to agree. further your point, I'll be like, if, if you had earned it, Sort of okay, but you're Cassius Marsh. Nobody even knew who you were. Like, come on, well, man. We, we do now. We do <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, we we'll see know. where he winds up. Yeah, yeah. Right. it's unlikely that uh, he makes it to next week, which is too bad for him. Uh, all right, hey, Cos, hang on. We'll quick time out. We'll get to uh, everybody else here. Dave, Scott, Lou, Ken, you. Hang uh, in there, guys. We're here for another 45 minutes. Bears lose 29-27. Hampton OB with Cos. Cheated! We Sp- were cheated! Cheated, indeed, by your, we are sponsored, not cheated by our, your local Chevy dealers at Chevy No, Drives. we lost to a football team that was not very good either. Okay? That's the bottom line. And there's that point, too, on 720 WGN. The one thing that I will say is, uh, you know, on my way to the sideline, I got hip checked by the ref, and it's it's pretty clear. If I were to do that to a ref or even touch the ref, you know, we get kicked out of the game and possibly suspended and fined. So I just think that that was incredibly inappropriate, um, and that's all I'll say about that. We tracked down Cassius Marsh sound. Is that the nincompoop? That's the nincompoop, uh, OB. That, that's him. What a perfect description. <laughs> yeah, OB is dazzling with with his vernacular tonight. I mean, hey, by the way, folks. Hey, listen. We're going to get to the calls, but we will read you verbatim Adam Hogue's questioning of Tony Carrente after about you want the, it now that call. No, after, let's get to the callers. Yeah, after the calls, okay. Let's oh, get to the callers. Okay, okay, okay. We're gonna have calls all night here, team. But uh, Hogue does a great job with Carrente. I mean, it is. Let me just read you one thing. Uh, there appears to have been some contact between you and the player in question. Is that did that contribute to the penalty being called? No, not at all. Carrente said I didn't judge that. So anything uh, that I dealt with. So he, he called the penalty for uh, the, the way he interpreted Marsh looking at the Steelers' sideline. Uh, not a great night for Tony Carrente. All right, uh, more calls. Dave in Dallas, Big D. At least the Cowboys lost this weekend. What's up, Dave? Welcome to WGN. That one comment there says it all from Marsh. Just like OB said, you get your tail off the field. Nobody respects Nagy. Nagy should have been chewing these guys out the whole game with 115 penalties. I remember when the Cowboys back in the early 2000s were 5-11 and three straight years, and they finally got rid of Campo, and they bring Bill Parcells in, 
And in two years, they, they go to 13-3 and three and go to the playoffs. Now, Parcells used to crack everybody up because he would get in the middle of a news conference and he would say, guys, I don't coach penalties. These players need to take – we coach them well. And it sounded like a cop-out, but once you thought more about it, and he would bring to the table how each 10 yards of penalties would really equate for one point, that's, you know, tonight – 115 yards of penalties, whether it's the official's fault or not, that's 11 points the Steelers gave up. We got it, Dave. Dave, We got it. We got it. You're talking 12 penalties equates to 115 yards. And when you do that and you can't convert on third down, you're not going to win a football game in the National Football League. I don't care if it's by one point or if it's by 30. It doesn't matter. That's true. You're right, because you got to convert third down to win football games. Yes, you. That's the most important down. And if you can convert on third down, Glenn, please thanks. Thanks for jumping in and saying that. Okay, penalties are called when you don't do the right thing. The hidden hand is the players on this team don't respect Nagy. They don't care if they don't do the right thing all the time. And the penalties, they don't care. How how else can you translate that? And to back you up on that point. If you're Cassius Marsh and you're worried about any repercussions, you say to the reporters, that's my fault. I shouldn't have looked at the Steelers bench. I lost control of myself here. You don't put it all on the ref. You own it as best you can after it. First of all, if a a reporter comes up to you, tell them I'm I'm not going to answer any more questions about this at all whatsoever. Or if you do, say, I made a mistake. Right. That's it. Thank you. Bye. I don't want to talk anymore. Well, we got to have him talking to the media. We'll be here, part well, of the media wait, now. Wait a second, uh, though. Ed, you had asked a question last week about the, the D-line not doing, uh, you know, you go one guy goes first, you, you do the line stunt. Absolutely. Well, tonight we saw why they don't, because three guys went through the same gap and <laughs> right. got blown up. Right. I mean, think about it. I Good call, they did. <laughs> they, they did. They nullified, all three of them nullified each other. Yeah, they took each other out, yeah. and then you know, Big Ben sat back there like a, a really a big clock and threw the ball to the open guy eventually. About yep. twelve seconds later, it was stumble bum central. <laughs> it, just, it was just, a, I mean, I, I, yeah, they can't do it. That's why they don't do it. Go ahead. Uh, all right, go ahead, Cause uh, Lou in Villa Park wants to talk to you. What's up, Lou? Hey guys, love the show. Thanks, uh, first of all. Ed, uh, we have a mutual friend, Vito, who works at the airport. Oh, uh, he's one of my dearest, dearest friends. He's a great guy. Yes, he is. Second of all, uh, the the penalties, Ed, I totally agree with you. Marsh should not have done a karate kick. And you you guys have answered pretty much all the penalty questions, whether they were stupid penalties or questionable calls by the refs. Um, what did you guys think of Dave, David Montgomery tonight? It's good to after see him. being off for a, m- a month or so. Yeah, but I tell you, did Thanks, Lou, Lou, did he make some power runs, or did he make some power runs? I mean, he was blasting in there, and he was dragging one, two, three guys with him for another six, seven, eight yards. I love that kid. He's one hell of a football player. Boy, would I tell you what? 
That's the kind of people you got to have on your team, and that's how you win a world championship with the Montgomerys. And when he gets up after a 12-yard run, he doesn't do the feeding himself and beating on his chest yeah. and all that crap. Nope. That, you love the kid. Absolutely, Danny. Great statement. And, oh, by the way, on that first down play, if they would have handed it off to him, he probably would have scored, and we wouldn't have had to worry about that lame chop block that didn't happen. Yeah, another fair point. Yep. Hey, uh, Kaz, before you go, and we got to go to news here, is anybody here surprised, including you, that Obi's got a friend named Vito at the airport? <laughs> Obi has a friend everywhere, and, and that is actually a compliment to him. It is. He's the only guy I know. That no matter where he goes, people love him. And I hear it all the time when I was about around town in Chicago. They'd always bring up that name, and people love him. Well, I'll tell you what, Glenn, uh, Mark, the, the guy he's talking about, his name is Vito Fiore. As a matter of fact, he's been with American Airlines for 30 years. 30 years, Vito's been You're the there. man, Vito. You're damn right. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's I know a, Vito. He's a yeah, great you know guy. Vito. Oh, of Danny's course. A, he's a friend of Danny's also. He's got a beautiful boat. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far. Does. Who didn't know that Vito oh, had a boat, says too? Vito's boat is so bad, if he was drowning and Vito came up, he'd say, keep going. That's right. <laughs> I'll take my shot on my yeah. own. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Just keep uh, going. Vito, it was going well for you for a moment. Hey, Kaz, we'll see you next week. You got it. See you, Kaz. Kaz. Uh, Have a great night. Vito at the airport with his boat. All right. Just keep going. We're, we're knocking it down now. Late night. Tampa and OB. This is where we belong. On uh, Sponsored by your local Chevy dealer, ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Fields has hit his last six throws. Montgomery gives it off to Mooney. It's Mooney who strolls into the end zone untouched. Touchdown, Chicago. That was some good deception. Darnell Mooney getting into the end zone. Hampton will be sponsored by your local Chevy dealer, ChevyDriveChicago.com. Phone number is 312-981-7200. It is time now. you get that kid involved, things happen offensively. Damn. I'm talking about Mooney, and it just happens to be a damn fact. When you get him involved, he... Things happen. Good things happen. He had a big night tonight. Darnell Mooney did three catches for 41 yards, caught a touchdown pass. He ran one in as well. The play that we just. On that uh, jet sweep. Yeah. And and that was a great design. And Bill Lazor, tip of the cap, it was a counter OT, and the middle linebacker was lost, and Mooney came around untouched. 15 yards. Beautiful. And we're giving that to our Who Brought It Today, which is sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois, the card to bring through it all. So I guess we're teeing up Mooney and uh, with the side of Bill Lazor. Fair enough. Why not? Why not? Hey, Justin Fields, best best game of his young career. But Mooney was a man. 17-29 for Fields, 291. Was, he was sacked three times. I noticed little quicker decisions in the pocket as far as when he was going to run. He, he busted out of there a couple times, like noticeably quicker than he had early in the season. And, you know, it's called a growing process. And, you know... Patrick Mahomes sat on the bench for a year watching this happen. Fields is out there with it flying in his face. All right, we've avoided this call all night, or this topic all night, but it's being brought in by uh, Ken in Vegas. What's up, Ken? Uh, hi, I'm bringing up a comment, which I bet there was anybody who brought this up. Now, penalties were bad, but I'm going to tell you something that is major, that Nagy needs to look at himself. A minute 52 left, ball on the 16 of Pittsburgh, one timeout left. He throws in the end zone. Great. But you know what the problem is? Oh, wait a minute. Roethlisberger, been there, done that. You got a kicker who's had 
two fifty yard plus field goals. Okay, all he needed was forty yards from the twenty five to kick that. Okay, Nagy needs to look at himself. That was a bad, bad decision. I would like to be McCaskey and have him come to the office and say, "Why? What made you throw in the end zone?" He's going to say, "I needed to score." Oh, really? Minute fifty two, you got to score? No, you don't. No, you don't. If I score with time, little time left, I have to do one thing. If I score quickly, I also then have to stop them. That's two things. So I'd rather do one thing than have to do two things. And I'm, I don't want to deal with Roethlisberger. I knew the game was over. I live in Vegas. I knew the game was over. I knew it. Because you gave a guy who's been there and done that, you got a great kicker, game over. Nagy yep. needs to look at his decision. And, and, Dan, you play football. Here's another thing. Is a whole object to do – wouldn't you rather do whatever team doesn't want you to do? Because if I'm Pittsburgh, I want you to throw in the end zone. reason being, if it's incomplete, great. Interception, great. Touchdown, sucks. But you know what? We get the ball. So you're, they, don't want, they don't want them to join the clock. So you actually did what Pittsburgh wants you to do. That's not really the object, is it? And you know what? You, you, I've seen this a couple of times in college when there's two minutes left and the other team's uh-huh. down on the goal line to take the lead. They'll let them go in and, and preserve the time so right. they can come back. But right, see, right. So, I, I made, and it, we we all talked about when Robinson caught uh-huh. that ball and he was going down the sideline. I thought he made it to the five, and when they marked it on the sixteen, I said, uh-huh. "Good, now we can run the ball in and burn the clock." But right, we did. right. We did. I knew, I knew, I knew that's what you were thinking. I knew, I knew it. I've always liked. Yeah, I, I knew that's what you were thinking. I knew it, and that the problem is, I always like to look at the opposite side. Very few people do this. Look at what the other team doesn't want you to do. That's what you should do. Yep. Don't do what don't do what they want you to do. Yep. That's what Chicago did. Ken, and if we would have started thanks, running Ken. the ball, they would have been burning their timeouts trying to stop the clock. It was yep. it was one forty six to go. It was first and ten at the sixteen, and Fields threw a, a beautiful pass to Mooney in the left corner of the end zone, and he, he barely got two feet in, but he did. And so the Bears are up. To your point, though. Like, is the Bears' offense good enough that you have the luxury? I'm going to run it on first down. I'm going to run it on second down. And then on third down, I'm going to get the touchdown. Or on fourth, if it doesn't work out. I don't know if we're at that point well, yet. Well, see, and that that is – and I think the caller is bringing it up that you have to be, a, a you know, a strategist and know that your defense is, is porous and we don't have our best pass rusher. And you know what? It, it, we played right into their hands, scorings, at, you know, at, 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 on that first play and – and we know what happened. And hey, yep. listen. I mean, and you know what? Hey, hey, who's to say they could have stopped you if you ran the ball five times and burned the clock? And Who, di- who's to say? But hey, it is what it is. And you know, and again, that goes under the you know, Nagy doesn't really know what he's doing. I mean, Dave Montgomery did have a big night tonight. Yeah. Why couldn't he have had a big night right there? Yeah. It's, it's fair. Uh, Tom in Janesville. Go ahead, Tom. Yeah, um, Hampton, I appreciate listening to you and Obradovich. Um, talking about the the hot dogging and the look at me craze that is in every phase of football that you watch on TV, it takes the integrity out of the game. It's a sad thing for me to watch. I can see the game. I'm watching the game. I see the play you made. Go back to the huddle. Get ready. Don't Don't practice your celebrating, practice winning the football game. And what you said about penalties tonight, I said it during the game. I said, this is the worst officiated game I've ever seen. I'm 57 in 35-plus in years. So, Hampton, Dan, thanks. 
I, I just love hearing someone speak the truth well, thank about you. football. Thanks, okay. Tom. Okay, and LB, I know you want to say something, but let me let me just say this, guys. See, the reason I love football is I never scored a touchdown. It was a team game, and it was all about the team. And all this individualistic gesturing and posturing and beating your chest and doing the Herculean motions and all, it's all about you. No, it's not. It's not. And a smart coach would say, if that's the way you want to conduct yourself, then we'll ship you to Tampa or, or someplace else. But here, we're going to play as a team. Now, if, if it's the last play of the game, you sack the quarterback and you want to jump around, okay, I got it. But on the first drive, you make a a, 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 a tackle for a five yard gain, and you start jumping up and acting like you know you're you know little uh, mini Hercules. You know it, it, you're exactly right. It detracts from the integrity of the game. Ob, I know you hate it too. Yeah, well, you know if you go back through coaches, the history of this game, you know I don't have to go back too far. Tom Landy Landry with the Dallas Cowboys, the championships day one. And Landry Landry held everybody's feet to the fire. Not only that, even his coaches. Okay, Bill Belichick, same thing. Bill Parcells. I mean, if you were one of those goons, especially with Parcell, not only would he throw you out, but he'd talk about you also. And they, they would never put up with this stuff Shame that goes on. Yeah. They, uh, Danny, Landry, Parcells, and, and guess what? All they did was won Super Bowls, World Championships. That's all they did. But I'll tell you what. They were well-coached and well-disciplined. You didn't see those guys running around like a bunch of goons, flipping and flopping and doing whatever the health that is that they do or what they think is going to bring attention to them. What should bring attention to them, make a tackle, catch a football, tackle somebody. You know, Khalil Mack is a, a, a great player, and he's had injuries, and he hasn't been the same. But the one thing that I do appreciate is he's never gotten into all that nonsense. I agree with you. Yes. I agree. Yeah, he you give him credit himself. for that. He, yeah. he doesn't need, he'll do yeah, any I of that. I admire him for that. Yes. And thank you for the call, sir. Cassius Marsh, just for the record, that was an incredible karate chop. It was really, I mean, you got the leg up there pretty. Yeah, pretty, well, you're, well, I tell you're you an what. enabler by, by saying that. I know, I know. He might have karate chopped himself right I mean, out of the prob- town. I would I would not be surprised if he's released tomorrow. What about that defensive lineman we had named Houston? And we were getting killed in, in New England. That was the best. And he jumps, he sacks Tom Brady, and we're, we're down right. four by a touchdowns, and he Tears his knee up. Never played again. Hardly. Yeah, he went jumping around, flying through the air. Without a blue, his <laughs> I hate to out. say it. That, there you go. That that was that was peak bear, uh, John Fox era. All right, uh, Scott Keith, you. We'll get to you before we get out here. We got ten minutes to go, and we'll uh, get you ready for the bye week. Uh, we get a week off here, and then the Ravens come running in here. We also got our uh, trusted review from BBB and the Mueller game-changing moment, which is next. Yes. And we're going to get into the uh, response by the official uh, Tony Corrente and his BS answers. Yep. We got a lot to do in 10 minutes, 720 WGN. little pressure that time on O'Donnell. McLeod from his 20. And just shy of the 30, that ball comes out. That's Houston Carson into the end zone. Let's see. Signal is touchdown. Touchdown, Chicago. Now back to Hamp and OB. Brought to you by ChevyDriveChicago.com. That made it 23-20. 
Set up the Bears eventually taking the lead. We're making that our Muller Auto game-changing moment, sponsored by the Muller family of dealerships in Hoffman Estates, Gurney, Highland Park, and Merrillville. Uh, that ball was, we were wondering if it was going to stay the Bears' way, but it did. Yep, yeah, yeah. Great job covering. And you know what? It's been three weeks since we forced a turnover on defense. we got to find a way to get get the ball away from the opponent. By the way, Steelers were 214-0-2 when they had a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter. And you know what? The Bears almost broke that record. Adam. Think about that. Adam. 214 straight. Well, Dan, I don't know. Break the news. See, they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> All we got to do is stop somebody. Take the inside away. Duke yeah. Shelley. Let's well, right. just along those lines of everything you just said, we'll make that all our BBB trusted review, which is brought to you by the Better Business Bureau. Find a business you can trust at BBB.org. Couple of reviews tonight. One was on the Mooney catch. Um, that was one in the end zone. Marquise Goodwin. Marquise Goodwin nearly dropped it, but didn't. Ob, you didn't think he caught it, but he they gave it to him, and he had this the back of his hand kind of. Controlling the football, I thought that was the right call. A remarkable catch. It, yeah. it was a catch. And, uh, yeah, DeAndre Houston Carson, that was a beautiful thing as yeah. well. Uh, all right, let's get a, our last. We did, we did a lot of good stuff. We really did. But you got to stop them. And you know what? Our caller from Vegas saying, don't give Roethlisberger that much time. And we did. Scott in Chicago, be quick here. We're up against the clock. Now, go ahead. Who's this? Uh, uh, this is this is Hamp and OB on 720 oh, WGN. Who are you? Scott. Yeah, go, Chicago. go ahead, Scott. Go. Uh, I, I know it's online. Thanks for having me. I want to talk about the tight ends. Yeah. I thought Komet had a great game tonight. He did. And the thing is, when we got the red zone, they threw the ball twice to Graham. Did you like that, Scott? Nope, because I saw that play the first time we dropped the ball four times this year already. Yeah, why our number one tight end is not getting the ball instead of Graham? I mean, he's a great teacher. He's a great old tight end, but you know what? The red zone, you got to go to the number one tight end. Scott, you're right, and. His. Yeah, you bring up a great point. The reason Jimmy Graham's on this team is they want that that radius in the end zone, and yet when you drop the ball, guess what? Get out of the way. Let somebody else try. Keith, welcome to WGN. Keith. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, Keith. Uh, I just want to talk about Justin Fields' like sliding technique. I mean, he needs to learn. You know, I know he's got a baseball background, but he can't be – that's straight up what he's playing. He's got to either hook slide or learn to lay down. Because he, I mean, it's like three times I've seen where he's gotten hit. I mean, should have been a penalty, but hey, he's got to learn to lay down. Keith, are you worried about Justin Fields? You want him to be healthy because he's the future of the Bears. Yes. All right, Keith. Based on that, you get a fifty dollars gift card to the fifty fifty restaurant group here we got an outstanding meal for you because that's what we want to we want them healthy all right you get to get yourself some saucy crispy uh, wings full of flavor get a burger have some chicken wings get a mozzarella stick get a pie there's a million things with 50 50 you down with that keith 
because 50 50 is awesome. I'm with it. Yeah, you're down. All right. Yeah, make sure you get a beverage because it's spicy. Yeah, it's have, good. Have a homemade pizza from Roots. Get, uh, get yourself a, a tailgate package, which is perfect for four to 12 people. They got Thanksgiving stuff going. OB loves the pie over at uh, Westtown Bakery. A lot of options for you. All right. Uh, we got three minutes. You want to read? You want to hear from t- what Tony Correnti okay, had to say? Okay, folks. Here's here's the deal. After the game, our good friend Adam Hogue knew what the story of this game was. It was the hideous officiating. Go ahead with the uh, comments. Here's Hogue's question: What did you do after the sack by Chicago's Cassius Marsh in the fourth quarter that led to the taunting penalty? What did you see after the sack? Correnti. First of all, keep in mind that taunting is a point of emphasis this year. So now he's taking it away from himself and putting it on the league. And with that said, I saw the player, after he made a big play, run toward the bench of the Pittsburgh Steelers and posture in such a way that I felt he was taunting them. Question, there appears to have also been some contact between you and the player. Did that contribute to the call being made? No, not at all, official Carrenti said. I didn't judge that as anything that I dealt with. Question, the video showed that you had brief contact with the player and then you threw the flag. So that had nothing to do with the penalty being called. That had nothing to do with it. It was the taunting aspect. And then Ho goes with two he's more. He's a liar. He's a liar. He's probably is. And, 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 he's, and he's wrong, too. But anyway, question, can you explain the low block penalty? This is where he's really wrong. That was called on Chicago's James Daniels that negated the touchdown in the third quarter. Once again, the new rule this year is there should be no contact below the waist to any player outside of the tight end box. And this player initiated low contact to a player outside the tight end box. Question, in that situation, is it still a penalty if the offensive player fails to make contact? Carrenti, I have to judge that there, that there was contact, and that's what I judged. So, as we... As we opened the program two hours ago stating that it was obvious that he had a preconceived notion about certain plays, players, and the results of the plays. And he let his, in, his individual judgment override what the proper call was. And so we, we've talked about it for two hours. There should be an investigation. There should be, uh, I mean, a uh, uh, raise holy hell from Hallis Hall about not only his conduct, but the rest of the officials. There were some bad PI calls. I mean, it was just ridiculous. And the calls on Justin Fields that were left out there that they didn't call helmet to helmet contact. <clears throat> Two different times, and then a roughing the passer call in the pocket. They never made a call on. It was criminal. Big man, let me tell you something. You know what's going to happen? Absolutely nothing. (laughs) Absolutely nothing. Nobody's going to get called on the carpet. Nobody's going to get called out. It's a dead issue right now, and on to next week. If deadbeat Nagy doesn't make a stink about this, then you know what? If I'm those guys on the field uh, that play for him, I'm going to say, why should we care? He's not even making a stink. How much about credibility it. do you think he Nagy has? He makes $4 million has. a year. He, who cares if he gets fined $100,000? Make a stand. Stop who, this who, nonsense. Who the hell's going to listen to Nagy? Hey, huh? uh, hey OB. Who? OB. Whose head is he going to turn? Whose mind is he going to change? Give me a break. Show's over. We want to thank Curtis Koch for producing tonight, OB. He's a good man. What about intern Matt? Damn right. Damn right. If he came by in a boat, we'd get in it. <laughs> yeah. Veto. 
Not you know. like being in Fury with his ball. You were drowning and he come right. No, I keep on the going. The Bears were robbed again in Pittsburgh. And, and, and let me just say we this. We were jobbed. The official did the worst thing you could possibly do, which is insert yourself into the game when you're not needed, you bum. All right, I, I feel. If bad. we scored more points, we'd have won the football game. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. How about that for an answer? Hey, we whiff on a block, and he calls it back. A touchdown that would have been more points. Ob. Show continues on the sidewalk outside. What the of hell WGN. does that have to do Get with scoring more points? No, 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 no. Twelve thirty-one. We have points. to go. score points. We'll see you in a, in ten days. Uh, hang in there, team. Thanks for listening to Hampton OB. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. News right now on seven twenty WGN.